0: Wash your body parts better, and do not listen to this show. If you can handle it, and I hope you can, because there's a great podcast coming up, then please proceed with Podcast of Terror. Page. So, if I there is chat, maybe I can can actually see it this time. Pornography. Yes. Yeah. No, if there is pornography. I'd like to be able to see it. Although all 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 good listening pornography is, uh, <laughs> so it's really hard to find good background noise pornography these days. I mean, I guess with the SMR, that that's sort of what is the thing. And I, I, am sure I, I remember there was a, uh, there was like a Playboy radio on Sirius, maybe some other one. Was it was it just like the sound of skin flapping? No, it really wasn't That's the thing is that it was it was a talk show format with porn stars usually uh and and what they considered sex experts um but not not normal sex um, so it's like oh yeah when it, really when a girl's taken to the ass, it's like, well, thank you, that means that you are not talking to me as your audience because yeah, right. uh, that's not how it happens in my house.
1: Um, I actually really like that idea of having like a normal, a normal sex talk. I don't know, like a good way to put it, but it's just like, well, you know, we mutually agreed that today was the day and then, uh, about seven minutes later it was over. Yeah. <laughs> that's,
0: that's two minutes of sex and five minutes of me crying.
1: We tried one position and spent five minutes making the dogs move. I, I would listen to that. Stop looking at me, Chappy. <laughs> the dog's licking my ass again. I don't like it. <laughs> ah, good times. Well, this is episode 153. How do you feel? Rough? Rough, yeah. Rough.
0: No, that was my impression of your dog. Oh. oh it's more of a... <laughs> Maybe not.
1: My dog is not uh, Hannibal Lecter.
0: Maybe no, he's, he doesn't prepare the meal that much. He yeah, just kind of goes after it. Yeah, he just goes to town, especially when the meal is his own butt, or any butt. <laughs> just he is butt agnostic. He will eat any ass, butts local or from far away, foreign strange exotic butt. butts from foreign lands, sweaty butt, clean butt, <laughs> freshly shit butt. Mm, mm. That's the best. Freshly shit
1: butt. Hi, Brandon. Now we wait about a minute to get a response. Yeah. Do you
0: just want to sit here in silence? Maybe. I, mean, I kind of do. Yeah. I, Brandon's impressed by the 153 number. Uh, Brandon, that's only because we actually did the show consecutively for a number of, of years. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, beat,
0: we did um,
1: to Monday instead of Sunday because Corey was busy yesterday and we vowed to not try to jam all a bunch of shit into one day anymore
0: keeping it super cash yeah like on the adults. podcast here
1: yep i don't even have real pants on right now
0: i'm never wearing pants for the show again that's a really good point very seldom I, do i ever wear pants i got a pulpit for a reason oh speaking of so i went to see my uh my uncle's band play at the semi-local music festival it was an hour away in grand rapids so they do the the festival of the arts every year and for the last 30 years he's been a participant And it was the 50-year anniversary of the festival itself. So they close out the day, essentially, out on the city's stage. Uh, My uncle, the Reverend Charles Preston Smith, and his band Potato Babies. And they just... We're going to circle back to that band name. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, But (sighs) I forget what I was saying. Oh, because the pulpit. Oh, yeah. So Charles is a reverend and actually performed Mine and Aaron's Wedding. Oh. And so he came out there, and the first thing he does is he starts playing on his laptop and it's on top of this pulpit. And it is like, I love my pulpit. I'm very excited to have it. it, it it's a piece of shit compared to <laughs> Charles's fucking killer, like, octagonal giant thing that he stood up on and then accidentally unplugged his laptop in the middle of the bit but god damn that was just a beautiful piece of art and then they spent the the show shooting toilet paper and uh, ping pong balls and then 400 beach balls and balloons and everything else at the audience oh and then they handed out records because he owns the oldest record store in Michigan oh, damn. And, uh, and then they just bash records on the ground <laughs> So there's just like all this broken vinyl and toilet paper and flyers and ping pong balls, beach balls, balloons, just everything. And it was raining. Uh, Didn't get rained out, but it started to seriously come down after the show was over at about five. And it was just the most amazingly fun time. But like, I just kept thinking, fucking shit, man. His pulpit is so goddamn nice. I mean, you could get a nicer one. You just choose not to. This was... this was a good find this was like a hundred bucks uh i mean that thing's probably
1: worth more than that in just the wood alone
0: oh yeah absolutely i mean it's it's artistically crafted too there's a there's a nice alpha and omega symbol up on the front that i assume is just religious and not some sort of zealotry towards racism but Mm -hmm. (laughs) the two are usually tied together unfortunately these days but i i just i love it and a little thing comes up i i keep thinking about do i want to drill holes in it to run cables through and i kind of don't because it's just so beautiful and well I, I guess it depends on if you ever plan on doing anything else with it no and i guess the person who's gonna buy it before me who kept buying it mm-hmm. she was gonna use it as a bar so see yeah and i was like the uh, the the jazz drum set
1: my wife bought to make a table like a coffee table and an end table out of which now yeah. now the bass drum's just holding my PlayStation controllers over here. See? But the guy was like, oh, I have all these these brand new drum heads. You can have them and it'll be really great. And then she just goes, no, nah, I'm just making furniture out of it. And the guy just fucking turned white. I'm like, Whoa, <laughs> what, what do you want, man?
0: Like, I, I already have my own. I don't need yours. But uh, I, I think that's kind of the thing, though, is that if you are musically inclined or, or you're creatively inclined and stuff like that, you see really cool shit yeah. and it has a purpose, but it's that idea of that purpose that makes it something that you want to do something else with something outlandish with just because you want to have that stuff artistically in your home but you don't want to use it for what it was meant for
1: well and that's the thing like it she just she thought it would be cool to make a coffee table and stuff out of drums because i dabble so it, she found a cheap set on on fucking craigslist like is that not what craigslist is for
0: no, that's exactly it. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Paul like, Stanley doesn't break a nice guitar at the end of every Kiss show. He breaks the the shitty thrown together crap no, guitar. I
1: also feel like at this age Paul Stanley has someone come
0: out and break it for him. Yeah, probably, cuz he might break a hip. Or not. I don't I don't actually Gene think. just pushes Paul over. He's like, "You're the last one, motherfucker." <laughs> he just highlanders <laughs> out the rest of the Kiss band. <laughs>
1: oh, and then Gene will have all the Sweet Kiss money. Yep. Oh he kind of already does. It's E3. Have you been paying any attention to that?
0: No. Anything good happening? Eh,
1: There's some cool stuff. Like, uh, I know if you're listening to this and you want more, I know our friends over at, uh, you know, that one website. And the place with the stuff? The place with the stuff. Um, Horror Geek Life.
0: Horror Geek Life. Yes. Yes. They
1: actually do uh, cover. I had like a momentary lapse of, of understanding of how to use words. Right. and uh, i was like oh my god if i fuck this up melissa's gonna kill me so i had to think yeah. it through Anyway, it's
0: been really good too it's, yeah it's the least we can possibly fucking do is to get the name of her site right yeah right right um
1: but anyway i would just uh the Watch Dogs legion gameplay as an old lady just popped up and uh that made me think because and in, 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 i don't know if you ever played watchdogs shut up pete he said momentary um if you ever played Watch Dogs? no so the new I, one is do you know the concept at least no not on that one um the, you, you play as like a hacker and you just run around and you hack the city oh okay and you do shit like that so in the new one it's it takes place in a post-brexit uh london and instead of having like one specific player you recruit people so you can recruit like old women so you could play as an old woman Nice. So it shows like this old woman vaulting over, and she's just like kind of rolling over it and shit. Which uh, it, it, they're cool. They're fun games. I mean, for what they are,
0: still sounds more authentic than the hackers movie.
1: Um, fuck you, because I love that movie. Um, I didn't
0: say I don't love that movie. City now.
1: Uh, Brandon said something about the Ubi subservice. I didn't see that, but the Gears of War Five, I'm pretty excited for. I got to finish four, but Gears Five has a um pre-order bonus of like the um for terminator dark fate
0: so you know i gotta get that plus
1: they announced keanu reeves is in cyberpunk 2077
0: yeah they they have like a brief flash out of him at the end of the yeah the demo or whatever <laughs> which i i i think that's really cool because i think Keanu's is really cool i love where he's at right now with his career and everything uh, but it it doesn't even take me to Matrix. It takes me straight back to John and Mnemonic.
1: Oh, I fucking love that movie too.
0: <laughs> um I but
1: I also like I really like the John Wick movies too. I think we talked about that the last yeah, episode. We, we talked about it. it a couple
0: weeks ago. And and the John Wick movies are good, and Keanu's yeah. great. And it's I, I don't have any issue with him being in this game. I think it's neat, I think it's smart.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, but
0: he's uh, but he has been in like one of the giant most prolific hack style movies yeah. and what? then he was also in Johnny Mnemonic with Dolph Lundgren <laughs> as a priest and uh, uh, ice talking tea? hacking dolphin Is it Ice Cube or Ice T? Which Ice uh, is it? It's gotta be Ice T in that one.
1: Oh yeah cause Ice Cube's in Friday. My bad Yeah, Gotta keep my ice uh, straight uh,
0: and, and Johnny Mnemonic was based off of Gibson's Neuromancer but just a really terrible, really? terrible version of it yeah.
1: Huh I loved Neuromancer. I didn't. I never even knew
0: that. Maybe that's yeah. I'm and and to. so it was kind of it. It's both a beloved and a disappointment. And I don't think Molly Millions is in it, or at least not a, a real version of her. But yeah, it's yeah. It, it's cool, you know. And and Cyberpunk looks great. Yeah, I just wonder my, how interesting a hacking game they're going to make it as my, far as actual hacking.
1: Yeah, my my problem is. All this shit is like, yeah, coming in 2020. Yep. I'm like, what? fucking tell me next year. Right. Um, especially the stuff that comes out after E3 next year. But at least we get Doom Eternal.
0: I'm excited for that. I, I'm rocking the stuff they talked about at E3 last year, which is little computer people for the Commodore 64. Because that's how far back it goes, right? <laughs> uh, I don't
1: even know how to respond to that. You win.
0: Uh, my wife Erin, uh, who I've mentioned plenty on the show, uh, insisted that I tell everybody that she created her first meme today. Oh Jesus! And I mean, and, hooray! <laughs> yeah, I know. She's so excited about it. Uh, so it's Sam Neal and I forget the actress's name from uh, The Mouth of Madness, mm-hmm. and and it and it's them embracing. And I think there's two different shots. There's like one where he's all bloody, but another one where they're normal. And it's them embracing. this basically, you know, this could be us. Uh, If you read Sutter Kane, and she's just so proud. (laughs) And so I, 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 I was told you have to talk about it on the show. I'm like, okay, so I'm going to go on an audio podcast and try to do a description of your, we can describe a meme. Yeah. Where, where is this meme? Where can I see it? Uh, It's, it's on her Facebook and on her uh, Instagram. Hag underscore attack.
1: I am going to look at it right now.
0: I mean, it's, it's it's well done. And it is, you know, it's it's a nice, fun, obscure mm-hmm. horror movie meme. Well, and that's the thing. If you haven't seen
1: In the Mouth of Madness,
0: it will make no sense. Right.
1: I've but seen I... that movie, and this still took me a little bit to figure it out.
0: Yes, exactly. Because Wh- it's not a... even like a good shot of seeing Sam Neill. No. It, really it's, also,
1: at it. it's also not saying much. Um, yep. We played uh, horror Trivial Pursuit this weekend and I lost like I had zero cards everyone else <laughs> had at least one um, so I got some shit for that but I did point out that of the 153 episodes I probably have only seen three movies in their entirety
0: yeah and, and been sober for none of it you know what
1: I'm trying to turn over a new leaf
0: I don't know what that means You're
1: smoking weed no, I just started oh. drinking less. Oh, okay. Like I'm drinking water right now. Oh. Yeah, just mostly because I started to get weird and fat again, so I'm trying to get unfat.
0: Yeah, uh, run out of money. That's how it's going for me this week.
1: <sighs> I did have too much fun this weekend, so I had I really gotta <laughs> I gotta not buy beer this week.
0: I had a super load of fun where I accidentally paid two months of cable bill twice. So oh. I paid eleven hundred dollars to Comcast and wondered why we only have forty dollars in the bank until next payday. Did you just say your cable bill is five hundred and fifty dollars a month? It was five hundred and fifty dollars because I was late on a payment uh, for it uh because I had screwed up and paid Erin's lease for her car. Gotcha on the wrong check. And so I thought, all right, well, I'll just I'll pay this and I'll it, while well, it's not really late. I'll Mm -hmm. pay it and the next months and get it out of the way. And then I accidentally thought I canceled a payment, but it went through. And then when I did it through their site to make sure that my cable didn't get shut off or anything. Yeah, $1,100 later. Which is still a ridiculous amount of money to pay for cable. No, it really is. But what are you going to do?
1: Yeah, but now you shouldn't have to pay your cable bill for like, what,
0: three months, hopefully? That is... That is my hope, <laughs> but Comcast will just be like, well, we really, really love how you pay your bill. Yeah. Uh, so we're just going to charge you like that every month. <laughs> just This motherfucker doesn't even pay attention. <laughs> uh, well,
1: if it makes you feel any better, someone tried stealing my identity and opening up through credit cards. Wow.
0: Mm-hmm. What a misstep on their part.
1: Yeah. Well, when I got a letter in the mail saying that they needed more information for my big lots and my pink store card, I was like,
0: well, this is probably bad what is your pink store
1: I didn't even know a pink, I thought pink was just something that was on underwear once in a while I didn't know that there was a whole fucking store dedicated to it
0: oh that's right it's a brand
1: yeah it's like the Victoria's Secret
0: I think it's a Victoria's
1: Secret I don't know.
0: they should have like a trashy one next to it though they should have like a, brown. a one in the pink and then two in the stink oh, store I thought
1: maybe it was brown where it's just like plastic bags
0: yeah that uh, yeah, would be great <laughs> just wearing it they're all doctor. bunched up and look crusty around the edges oh. they're reusable but they're not ones that you bring yourself <laughs> you get charged extra in the state of california <laughs> oh, they're they're that's becoming more of a thing like yeah, I, is. I, i've not been to aldi but do they charge you to use the carts at aldi well you put it a quarter in and then when you put it back it pops the quarter out who carries a fucking quarter
1: I do. I keep well, changing I,
0: my car. Yeah, I have some right now because we're poor. But
1: well, I, every <laughs> once in a while, I'll park like I actually go outside of my house and I park downtown, and I need a quarter for the meter so that I can get a ham sandwich.
0: Yeah, that that's kind of the nice thing of where I am is that it doesn't seem like there's paid parking in in my county, oh. and, and even the busy areas and stuff. Yeah, there's just like a four block section.
1: But uh, so I, I really have to point this out because Beat had a real good zinger. It says, trust me, honey, the charges for panties were from identity theft. <laughs> so if I get a large box of underwear and dispute the charges, do I get to keep the panties?
0: I think if you just tried them on, no one's going to ask for them back.
1: <laughs> These weren't mine. Someone stole my identity, but I did put every pair on. And then, no, yeah, you're, it's good. no one's going to ask any sort of question. They're just going to let that one go.
0: Yeah, I don't know what the return policy is for me undies, me undies. soiled it should underwear. Us. But it it, it, it. I Fuck. used to work uh for Big Dog Sportswear. God, I I hope this isn't Oh so bad. man, I remember that. Yeah, uh oh, I worked at the outlet mall when I first moved to California or a little while after. And uh I was a manager for Big Dogs right before I left the outlet mall and we had a person who would just make the rounds going from outlet mall to outlet mall to outlet mall and she would buy the same long sleeve white polo shirts never wash them just wear them to the point where they could stand up and walk around on their own and then come in and return them with a receipt from one of the other stores because she'd just keep doing the, the cycle through of like so I wear this one for a few weeks and then return it and then wear this one for a few weeks and return it but like some of them were sticking around a lot longer and they were just the nastiest things and I the thing about clothing retail was they just didn't give a shit. You know, you just put it in the damages or whatever. You just get rid of it. It's fine. But it does give you a, an expectation as a customer like that. You can just constantly get away with that. And Costco did that for years. They were like the last holdout of we'll take anything back. And I think they'll still make a lot of calls for the customer. Like, sure. We'll, we'll do it this time or whatever. But I think even they've kind of dropped that. Like I'm going to return a laptop that I bought three years ago to Costco. And get the $2,000 I paid for it then back to be able to buy another laptop today. It's eventually, it just got stupid. But for a while, that's how all retail was. There wasn't a 30 day return policy or a 15 day or an opening fee or whatever. Well, that's because people
1: used to be less shitty of human beings. Yeah. Like, I feel like most, like, the majority of people are out there to see how shitty they can be. So it's like, well, like, okay, so I dated, and I'm fairly certain I've mentioned this at least once, um, but I dated a girl whose dad, they they used to live in, uh, I think it was Houston, but they lived in, like, a burb, and they would just go in a circle to the suburbs of the suburb, scamming fast food restaurants. You would go one one, one day a week, and then, like, the next week, they would just move to a different burb. And, like, when they, when they, they were in Cheboygan when I was still there and they, I wanted to go to Taco Bell or something, he goes, oh, he goes, I'll get, I'll get us a bunch of free Taco Bell. And I'm like, w- it's not expensive. Right. Like, I didn't have a shit ton of money. I was, like, 19 at the time. But I still, like, I can afford my $5 in Taco Bell. I don't feel like we need to get anything free out of this. That <sighs> guy was a shitbox of a human being.
0: <sighs> Taco Bell is not cheap anymore, though.
1: No, but I feel like it got
0: less terrible. I don't know if it's less terrible. It's still it's pretty bad, but I don't know. I, was, I don't understand how I'm spending two dollars for a single fucking taco at Taco Bell. <clears throat> um, Well, is have you eaten there since you moved to Michigan? Uh, I did uh, a few weeks back. I I was talking to one of the guys at work and he went to Taco Bell for lunch because he was he had an appointment or something instead of going out with us to a real restaurant. Yeah. And I came home and Aaron wanted McDonald's because it's the time of the month when she wants McDonald's. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I want Taco Bell. I, I he said it. I craved it. Yeah. I went to Taco Bell and I just blew my wad on Taco Bell. I got a 12 pack. You know, <laughs> it was six regular and six soft tacos. And I'm like, shit. I don't even know what I just ordered. I feel really fucking stupid going through the rest of the line. Like, where you no. just kind of hide your face in the drive One time the I got
1: one time I got three of them for myself. Oh, and all I ate was Taco Bell for a weekend. Um, I did not feel good. <laughs> no, but I really like the fact that you can order online. Yeah, because then I can be picky about it because I don't want to sit at a drive-through window and have them like switch shit around. Um, so if I order online, like I will add shit and um.
0: I'm, yeah, I'm, specializing. Yeah, I'm just that's looking. I when I was still in California and I would go get Taco about for lunch, that's what I would do. I'd special order it through the app and then go pick it up and. <laughs> Brandon says he gets a
1: taco 12 pack often
0: <laughs> and then he says he's not proud. Well, now it's on the internet.
1: <laughs> Shameful son of a bitch. <laughs> um, I, I feel like that probably happens a lot more than we think.
0: Um, you know, well, I'm I, back in Michigan and I haven't been to one yet cause they're not in this area. And I remember my grandfather always used to be pissed off. Uh, white castles aren't out this way, but white castles are a big thing in Michigan and it was always like you'd get them by the sackful. So you don't yeah. go get two white castle burgers cuz that's not even an equivalent of a regular burger. You go get a 10 pack or whatever.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And and I guess in that way Taco Bell's kind of nutritiously the, the same equivalent. <sighs> but 12 tacos is still something. That that's a substance. Yeah, but
1: now like so I'm now I'm looking at the White Castle menu. But now they they have like barbecue sliders and shit um, and chicken yeah, and I just, I feel like we're
0: just, just make me a shitty, a shitty burger. Breaded clams. They always had breaded clams. They had really good vanilla shakes. That was, that was a high point. I've eaten White Castle twice. It was in Indiana
1: both times. times. I did the first time I didn't shit for an entire day and then it smelled the same coming out as it did going in. Oh yeah. Then the next year, the same fucking thing happened, and I said, "No more White Castle."
0: If you go to the grocery store and just get them out of the freezer section, and they're better them, than the actual thing. They they taste and smell exactly the same because that is how they make them. They're steam grilled, is what they always said, which is basically we nuked frozen burgers. Yeah. Oh yeah, and that's that's all we do. Mm-hmm. And 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 it, I, growing up with it, it's one of those things that you crave. It's not about whether or not it's good; it's whether or not it's familiar. And a, it, it sparks this nostalgia no, in your your mouth and stomach. That's a good point.
1: Uh, we started eating Popeyes instead. Oh yeah, yeah. So there was a hair in our tater tots. Oh, I just ate around it. And then there was a hair in some girl's chicken. Oh, I'm like yeah, we are in Indiana, land of the hair. Land, <laughs> I mean, they got that sign that says "Hell is real."
0: <laughs> it's- that and i would imagine that you would find it at a popeyes aaron's downstairs watching a movie called jerusalem what and they uh jerusalem except with a z i don't know why uh but they the opening and it goes on for a while it's just some guy kind of talking over everything uh talking about how there's three entrances into hell and he talks about the three different places and one of them is in jerusalem and so the it's it's a found footage kind of following around people with cameras thing people are on it i keep expecting it to be a hostile movie but uh these two girls and these dudes are going around and i guess they find the entrance to hell in jerusalem uh, one of the girls it opens up with her dad gives her essentially what is google glass uh, so it's a horror movie we should probably watch it at some point yeah i'm looking at now. beyond that what's going on with it
1: uh we watched um the possession diaries what a fucking mess of shit that was.
0: <laughs> and 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 people, in case you're wondering, this this is not the show. This is not us giving you the, the actual movie that we're reviewing this week. Oh,
1: God, yeah. No, we're, we're going to talk about Shed of the Dead eventually. Yeah. Uh,
0: this is just
1: uh, Corey and I complaining like old men. And we're only 25 minutes in. It's not that bad. It's about fast food. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, we haven't talked about of, fast food. That is the show long. now. Yeah, it really is. Maybe we should just change it to the podcast of fast food. Which is
0: definitely scary. It's a frightening...
1: I had an idea. It wasn't a good idea.
0: I don't know if I want to marry, fuck, kill your Taco Bell order, but...
1: I would fuck and fuck up everything at Taco Bell. I was trying to think of my favorite thing. Couldn't do it. Double-decker taco with a Doritos Locos
0: taco. Doritos Locos taco is pretty pretty slice uh the yeah. double decker aspect of it with the beans mm-hmm. the nice i like to add sour cream get rid of the tomatoes fuck those i ah, see i like tomatoes i'm not i can't do it i can't cheesy gordita crunch
1: with the same same thing that's really Brutal. really good
0: i like that uh burrito that has the uh hot Frito chips.
1: yeah the cheesy crunch burrito mm. yeah i really like fire sauce too like it's i don't think it's
0: hot but i think it's really good I can't go for the fire sauce I can't go for any of the melted cheese stuff either I get that stuff out of it
1: oh, Melissa said that her reviewer gave possession like a two out of five
0: uh
1: I mean I don't wanna I don't want to like complain too much about it because then we might as well just review <laughs> review that movie but um the acting was real bad there was oh, man now I gotta look this up because there was a guy in it
0: that I've seen in other stuff. By the way, we talked about Melissa's website, and she showed up all of a sudden. So yeah, it's whatever.
1: It's like Beetlejuice to say her name three times; she shows up.
0: I, I was gonna go. I did like, that in a Ma- man or Bloody Mary kind of situation, but.
1: Well, I was being a little nicer. I got it. everyone loves Beetlejuice.
0: Uh, not after that Miley Cyrus thing. Are you talking about the Black Mirror episode? No, but I Aaron <laughs> did watch that last night when I was trying to go to sleep <laughs> because fucking really my bad. And my ability to get up in the morning. I love
1: um, I love Black Mirror, and the new three episodes are really bad. <laughs> They're really bad. <laughs> they are. They are. Yeah, unanimously bad. Uh Noel, Googliemi, who is in Fast and the Furious. This guy was in a shitload
0: of stuff. Uh, but then you ruined it by being Fast and the Furious. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I hear Ryan Reynolds is going to be in nah, the, the spinoff, the Fast and the Furious spinoff now oh, with uh, Rock and uh, Stinkham. Hobbs and whatever.
1: Hobbs, Hobbs and, and Shaw. Shaw. Yeah. I, I have no idea. Um, I'm trying to find, like, oh, he was on Chicago PD. We're still talking about this guy. He was in Training Day.
0: None of that stuff is stuff I've watched.
1: Oh, my God. He was in Lowriders. Have you seen that? On something, something, no, different. is it just oh, he was on the training day TV up series, waist? training day TV series. Sorry, oh, okay, he was in Bones. Watch that, he was in the Purge Anarchy. That movie is not good. <laughs>
0: um, so, everybody, look forward to when we actually do the Purge movies because
1: I, I, I like the first one, and then they kind of just go. P-
0: I was thinking, honestly, we should probably do a purge movie because isn't it kind of a a a national thing in the films? And Um, so, yeah, on the the last one,
1: the last one or the most recent one, I should say, came out as on the Fourth of July, and we fucking went to the theater to see it like dipshits.
0: (sighs) Yeah, I was thinking maybe we could do a purge movie for the Fourth of July. Yeah. Although we're not recording on the 4th of July, but for that week.
1: Yeah, no, that's fine.
0: We can do that. Mountain Dew has a 4th of July
1: flavor. Uh, Liberty Dew. There's, um, are you going to get some? Would you drink
0: some? I, I purchased it okay. and I put it in the fridge so, to have ready for that episode. Okay. Cause
1: there's a brewery in Madison that is coming out with a rocket pop beer. Oh, so I'll try and get some, I'll, I'll get fucking trashed on rocket pops and you can
0: potentially have diabetes. Uh, it says it's made up of 50 flavors. I know there's been a lot of Mountain Dew flavors. I don't know if they've reached 50 yet. <laughs> but I, I pretty much think that all 50 flavors are the ones that are going to make you bleed out of your asshole for two days. Uh, so I that's, wonder if it'll make your shit purple. It. Oh, God. I, I told you about the Smurfberry Crunch experience, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I told you about the similar experience with the Scooby-Doo yeah. Mystery Crunch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. The first purge is the one I was talking about. Wow, that was last year? I mean, that that basically <sighs> is my purge. Yeah. No, you're not wrong. And then they made that shitty TV series. I forgot about that.
0: Fuck. Why does everybody have to ruin everything? We're we've talked about this. We're at a point in time where there is too many services, too many streaming channels and services and things and not enough content. So that's why these people who've been building up IP farms for years—that this is what they were building towards—and and maybe it was inevitable because of that. It's like, oh, I need to buy this company and this company and this IP and and this stuff over here. And uh, who are you, uh, Dean Koontz? Well, you're no Stephen King, but fuck, I'll buy your stuff for cheap, and and then make a billion and a half shows and movies out of it, and just continuously bleed this shit into the ground, so that we can have people need their Netflix and their Hulu and their Amazon and their Shutter. And their uh, Scream Factory and whatever else subscriptions to, to go on to their now Disney Plus and Warner Brothers new streaming service. It's going to get rid of the DC service because fucks want thing and whatever else they have to do it. It's just our eyeballs constantly need to be occupied. And so there's not enough content to do it without saying I need a purge TV series to go after the purge six movies that we've had. That makes sense.
1: Yeah. Um, I was trying to think of a a funny one-liner to say that this Corey's soapbox has been brought to you by like Kraft Macaroni. Oh, Kraft Macaroni—that's quality stuff, man. I fucking love Kraft Macaroni and cheese. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just just saying
0: your soap. Although that'll still blow right through you too. It's the butter.
1: Um, you had milk yours? Uh, yes. I'll do. There's like the less fat instructions. So instead of like an entire stick of butter, it's like a tablespoon of butter. I've made it solely with
0: milk. See, I I make it solely with butter. Yeah, does that hurt? Milk heart useless. Yeah, I don't I don't like it creamy though. Yeah, I I also don't want to shit everywhere. Well, yeah, that's the problem. Is I've been I've been a little butter heavy lately.
1: Yeah, see, although I feel like that's just intestinal lubricant, so the food just kind (laughs) of luges out of you. You can't. your body can't some process some the Lustre calories if it's if too to busy. That.
0: What was that? I'll get some illustra chips if I want to do that.
1: That's a good point. Um, but what I was gonna say is that you, your body can't uh, process the calories if it's too busy flying through you.
0: Wrap your mind around that one. Stuff still doesn't necessarily fly through me. It 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 creeps. It, it, it creeps, it creeps. way down. <laughs> it really works. It's uh, it's uh, you know it, it's it's not a great place but we'll hang out here for a little while we'll kick it through the weekend what do you think? Yeah, so. <laughs> just everybody take a load
1: off. We're gonna set up <laughs> set up camp. We'll try I'm for trying the to take home. a
0: load off and I'm just sitting there crying. <sighs> Americans, and why is the toilet paper all wet? Because of my oh
1: tears. My God. Oh, <laughs> not where I thought that was headed. <laughs> um, let's can we talk about the three from hell? I'm really excited about it. Yeah.
0: So. I got kind of excited because I kept seeing things about, oh, Three for Hell, the 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 preview's out. And yeah. it's not it's not a preview. It, it's like, hey, remember when you liked this movie? And then we did another one. And you kind of like that one, too. And then we've been telling you for fuck all years that there was going to be a third one. So there's years still later. a third one. And here's uh, somebody talking that sounds like it might be from it. Or pictures of the same people that you already know from the other two movies. <laughs> Uh, I thought they
1: showed another person. I mean, I watched it at work. so they showed
0: I, Danny Trejo. Yeah. I mean,
1: there's something about a new person in there. Either way, I don't fucking care. I'm going to go. Well, of course. We'll be there the day it opens. Maybe twice that weekend. I don't know. Maybe Like, we
0: reviewed the movies. What did we think of the movies when we actually did the review? I love them both.
1: I'm just saying. I have <laughs> Captain Spaulding tattooed on my back.
0: That's true. You do. That's... Fucking yeah, I like them. I think there's just good things about them. I think most of that is Bill Moseley, but
1: still. Well, I, I think, think *Devil's Rejects* is a more original movie than *House of Thousand Corpses*, but right. Don't long hair,
0: don't care. They're they're both still really stylized, yeah, which cool. is cool. I, I I like that. Rob knows his aesthetic and leans into it and does it right, and you know he gives the audience what they want from him. Yeah. But can still do stuff that's a little surprising, or it kind of takes you back a little bit. I don't know. You've been watching his other stuff, and I haven't seen any of that yet. So,
1: I mean, I, I feel like I keep watching his other movies, hoping for a good one. Sure, so there's that. Yeah. I mean, I had to watch the first Halloween. He did like three times before I didn't hate it.
0: And do you not hate it?
1: I mean, I don't like it, but I I like the fact that there's some backstory. There's like half the movie is backstory. Half the movie is quote-unquote current. So, I mean, that's kind of cool. The second one I refuse to ever watch again.
0: And and so where would you put those compared to the Halloween movie that came out last year? On a different shelf. Yeah, see, I, They're I was, so different. I was really critical of that movie. And it, it's weird because I remember you saying to me, well, I thought you liked it more than this. And I'm like, I I'm, don't know that I didn't like it. Yeah, But there's a lot that I I look at it critically and say, oh, this seems kind of weird and this was an odd choice to make and everything. But there was still such good stuff present in it that I think in the long run I I should hold it up at a higher scale than where I probably landed it. But I I did have some problems with it.
1: I mean, (laughs) I'm trying very hard to think this sentence out before I say it. But it was made from like a strong woman's point of view at a time where every movie was written from a strong woman's point of view. And I'm not against that or thought that that was bad. I just sometimes think that that is how movies are being written with the hopes that that's what will carry it.
0: Well, certainly Jamie Lee Curtis deserves to have a movie that's based around her... And her endurance as an actress and but, her endurance. But why not? But why not have a grandson instead of a granddaughter? I thought, I thought, I thought granddaughter. H2O did that. You know, I thought H2O was a good example of that already. So I didn't understand the idea of retconning out a movie that she already did doing that. Other than the fact that it's nice to have her back. Well, right, uh, but
1: uh, I, and I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. But you know, the whole all female Ghostbusters and
0: um, the yeah, I think what we're doing is we're underserving the women by making movies with them in the the prime point of like being the leads and everything and making it about the female characters but we're not making movies that are adequately good enough for them right think of hush oh hush was really good
1: it's a fucking great movie that is a single blind and well, deaf, you know presumably deaf no she was just blind um no she's she's just deaf she's deaf god damn i gotta stop drinking just deaf um but it was just her and the the killer yeah, it was a fucking great movie, and I, I didn't feel like there needed to be a band of women. Um, there was no emphasis on it being like, well, this this is only happening because she's a woman.
0: Well, the descent, the descent is a, a better description because it is all women in that movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, I don't think other than the opening like scene of explaining what happened to the lead character that there's. There's any males in that film, really. I don't think so. And and certainly no men come to save them or anything else. I, I don't know how it goes in the sequel, but that's a great fucking movie, you know, with with great characters. It shows strengths, it shows weakness, it shows realism mm-hmm. and how they handle the situation, it shows emotion. And it was very hard for me to watch, but it was so well done. And it has nothing to do with the fact that they're women, other than the fact that it's women that are right
1: and and that's that was kind of my point is like we, we can write a movie where a woman is the lead character or the the main focus without it being like well this is this is awesome because she's a woman it can be awesome just because it's a person in that situation and that person happens to be a woman
0: yeah and i don't know that I, that's even what i got from the halloween movie it, it, it was more the convenience the con- contrivance at the end made it seem like that's i guess sort of what they were trying to do but it, it felt really just like we're putting all these things in motion to have this point where they win. But but my issues were more that it's just a lot of weird things. Like, I I still don't understand why Michael's chasing around Lori Strode if they wiped the familial thing off of it. It's like, yeah, why going after her? Why do they keep connecting to that?
1: Well, I uh, mean, you're aware there's supposed to be two more, at least two more. <clears throat> so they aware. may cover that in the next two or, I don't know. I will totally fucking see them, but man, that movie made a lot of
0: fucking money. Yeah, it did really well. Two hundred fifty-three million worldwide. Is is that the thing? Is that are we just wrong? But I feel like that when I keep seeing people go about Hereditary and saying how great that movie is, and every time I just. I I keep myself from replying to people when I'm seeing them posting about it because I don't want to just shit on other people's enjoyment of something. No, I agree. I agree. But when someone else says, "God, that movie really sucked," I don't even want to like that because I don't want to say it's okay to just say something sucked. I would rather have a conversation as to why it didn't work you, you for me. Do remember what we do here every week, right? Well, yeah. But even in that, we we had JF on and we talked about it and we kept trying to find the high points of it. And we just struggled to find it. And I felt terrible about that because I wanted somebody who loved the film to defend the film. If yeah. if Anthony or, or somebody had, had said, oh, man, Hereditary is great. I would have just loved to have had him on to, to make the pitch. Yeah, because it, it's not about like, well, fuck you, you're wrong. It's like, explain to me why I didn't get it. And, and I think some people explain it as, oh, well, you just didn't understand everything. I was like, no, I, I feel like I got what they were trying to do. I just don't think they did it well.
1: And, and I mean, I think that's kind of the nice aspect of the state of things. Like, you can have your opinion and I can have mine. And if we're not both fuck faces, we can have a, a like a, a civilized conversation explaining to the other why the other one is wrong you know what i mean
0: yeah well tori posted something in there today day that was very much along the lines of that she's she's like people who review things are not expected to love everything you know but but when they're reviewing it they're they're trying to give constructive criticism and sometimes constructive criticism sounds mean so i I, I have some reviewers are mean some (laughs) reviewers are just dicks a really funny story
1: involving me go figure and drinking also go figure uh where reviewing things has gone good and has not gone so good for me uh the first time it was probably like what was it was a fucking year ago but uh, i do untapped because i drink too much and i did not care for a beer and the brewery did not agree with me and called out my ability to like good beer and a bunch of my friends stepped in and were like well you guys are fucking assholes um <laughs> to to which they were just like well you just don't know what you're drinking and it's like, I guess you're not into this. And I'm like, well I'll fucking I'll burn you down, I know where you are. This weekend I drank a beer that I described as smelling like Bigfoot's dick. And the brewery simply just acknowledged my drinking it, said thank you, and that was it. Yeah. It's not everyone's not everyone is and it was it was pretty unanimous unanimously scored low. But the point is, is like I'm not saying this is bad to hurt your feelings i'm just saying like i didn't care for it but i have more beer of theirs in my fridge and i really hope i like one because i thought that was really nice of them to acknowledge that i drank it and say like hey thanks sorry you know i felt kind of bad because it, it does say this smells like
0: bigfoot's dick which is a great so, line though it no it, well, it really is and i was, I was you want to be creative in a review you don't you don't want to just say it sucked and stop it it sucked it, it, yeah. if you nail it with something funny like that that's okay but also you're not doing it to try to tear them a new asshole. You're not nope. doing it to just fuck with their livelihood or anything because you do want to like their beer.
1: Right, right. I, I mean I bought it in hopes I would like it. I didn't, you know, no other no other reason.
0: And and you're not a a person who goes and makes money off of their palate uh tasting yeah, things no. and saying, I, you know, you uh, the bouquet was, was wonderful. You're right. Yeah, exactly. You're you're a real person who drinks beer because you like beer. I, but you do like beer that tastes good. And I'd like to forget my day. Right, that's true. Uh, so escapism is part of it. <laughs> I think that's a bad thing. But I I, I, th- I think there's just so many different levels of, of being able to review something or rate something or whatever. And I admire the experts at, at reviews. I, I I talk about it all the time. I, oh, I fucked up last time where I was on here and I said that I was on Movie Go Round. Movie Go Go Round doesn't exist anymore. Uh... <laughs> It's, oh, uh, is
1: that like an, uh, that cinema a... Cinema
0: Society is what they're called now.
1: Oh, um, I, remember. <laughs> I was thinking of uh, the old s- stores.
0: No, no. Uh, it, they had a podcast. It was called One Thing, and now it's called something else. But it's still the same people. It's Brett, Nicole, and David. Yeah. Uh, who are fantastic people. And I love how they do reviews. And I, I love how David and, and Phil do reviews on Brokebot Mountain. Because I think that they, they look at these things differently than I do. Even Jack and Dan, when they do worst episode ever without the the way that they, they do or started at least the show, their review system was, was pretty well thought out and their, their thoughts as to why the things don't work and what does work and stuff is smart. It, it, you can tell because they're creatives. They, they're, they're sort of experts even without actually doing it for a living. I mean, Jack does to a certain degree, but what they do, I, I valued it a lot. But I'm also into it because they're fucking funny and I like to listen to them just ramble on. And that's all this show is. It's rambling on. And I don't know if we bring a lot of insight to stuff when we talk about movies. We barely talk about the movies. Is this right? And this one is not getting talked about.
1: No, I was going to say, is, that like, is this how we ease into it? We can ease into it. Well, now we're not easing into it. We're literally just like smash cutting to talking about the movie. Let's talk about Shadow the Dead. Shut of the dead. Um, was this a Kickstarter? Was this a crowdfunded movie? I don't even remember. I saw Kane Hodder post something about it saying that if you don't like it, he'll fucking kill you. So I have. We loved it. We absolutely nothing it. Nothing to was say great. about this movie.
0: Yeah. I, let, let me be very clear. There are uh, some big name. Horror movie, and and not just horror movies, but some big name people who are in this movie. It, it's not even just cameos, that's, but yeah. are, are scene yeah. stealers. Yeah. And so one of them is Kane Hodder.
1: Yeah. The others. Uh,
0: one of them is Bill Moseley. Uh, no, fra- definitely favorite of mine. Uh, one of them, uh, Michael Berryman. From The Hills Have Eyes. Oh, He's that's his name. Like okay. Video. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so I. Real I can't quick. remember his name now. I fucking I hate myself. But the guy who played Vulcan in uh, Flash Gordon is the narrator. Uh, mm. God damn! I hate I hate that I don't remember because that was when I realized it was him. Like, oh shit, that's fucking awesome. Yeah,
1: I have no idea because it doesn't show his name as being in the cast. Just
0: Gordon's alive. Uh, I love him so. Uh, and the four of them in the parts that they're in are all great. You know, better than great because they're 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 fucking monstrous huge people to have in a film and they're all really good at what they do. Uh, I think Kane was very understated when he needed to be, yeah. you know. He, he played against the the usual type of what you expect from him. I mean, when he when he gets zombified, his his stature and everything is brought into it, but they also find a way to subvert that by cutting him off at the legs. Mhm. Um and Bill Mosley is funny because he's creepy cowboy kind of uh desperado guy walking around killing the undead and stuff and just being you know Bill Mosleyish uh Berryman's a pervert I, and so so when they were doing
1: horsey I thought to myself I bet this is what Corey does
0: uh I don't have the 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 spine strength the, for that the back strength yeah uh, but i it's more insulting to me or my wife that now i feel bad
1: <laughs> there was so uh when the chick talks about how her butt plug was in him i kind of hope that that thing would have come shooting out at some point <laughs>
0: <laughs> it does get we get a return on that investment uh, later on when the guy is trying to fight him off and he he pulls it out and he just kind of looks at it
1: yeah, I really hoped like when he died that it would have psh, shot out, right. but I guess he was—he came back. Um, yeah, I kind of like—I uh, don't know if you really want to get into a big recap of the movie, but I kind of had a hard time with it because I didn't—I had no idea what this was about. I knew Kane Hodder and Bill Moseley are in it, and I kind of wanted to see it. Um,
0: yeah, and that's just it with the with the pedigree of the people that were involved in it, you want to see it. Yeah, it- but
1: I also was really excited to see Death House and. Fuck me running. That was not good. <laughs> I'm sorry. My dogs are barking. That's okay. Yeah. There's also a um, storm rolling in. So if you're watching this, you can see the large weed I refuse to cut that keeps <laughs> swinging in front of the window. Oh, I'm glad it's a weed.
0: I, I thought there it was a tree like across the yard. I'm like, that's going to fuck
1: somebody. No, no. I just really don't like pulling weeds or doing any sort of yard work. So that happens.
0: I got really lucky. My, my stepfather came over and uh, Aaron wanted to try out the riding mower. So I think Aaron's into doing the lawn work with my dad now, so I might be out of it. Can they swing over here? Uh, Maybe. It's only like an eight-hour drive. Dad's blind and deaf, and I think the only thing he gets to drive anymore is the riding mower. So I'm sure that's like the highlight of his day, except for when Aaron took him out for a flight of beers after. Oof. Yeah. Like I said, we're poor now. But... Uh, You got to start...
1: Get out on that corner and sell that (laughs) (laughs) butt.
0: Hmm. I already told you I don't have the spine for it. <laughs> so this movie has really good opening credit artwork. Yeah, even got a even... lot of of like signature characters that show up. Like you see uh, Sean from Shaun of the Dead. You see some other characters from different movies and stuff. Kind of going over the opening credits. That's all really well done. It was one of my favorite opening sequences for a horror movie. I think up there with, uh, um zombie land is, is one that that kind of stands out as being like the opening credits kind of just bring you in and like oh yeah this is gonna be great you know yeah, how much fun is
1: the the end credits yeah the end credits too you'll be happy to know i watched in their entirety oh god shit i almost text you to say should i watch these but then there was all like, the cool comic shit so i kept watching them yeah but um uh,
0: my i'm sorry keep going uh just the movie feels very derivative of Shaun of the Dead. Which I expect it's supposed to. But it never gets to the point where it works. There's a main guy, his his chubby, belligerent friend. Uh, he's got a g- girlfriend or wife that is mad at him all the time. Except in this case, he doesn't give a shit about her. He just wants to blow everything off and play in his shed, mm-hmm. painting his miniatures, uh, which reminded me a lot of our friends. So I didn't have a problem with that, but every scene seemed to go on too long.
1: Well, there's that. Um, I'm glad you said something about it being kind of like, it, it reminded me of a really ugly love child of Knights of Badassdom and Shaun of the Dead.
0: Yeah, I was thinking uh, the Gamers movies, which I'm a big fan of. The Dead Gentlemen who do those films. I've uh, never
1: seen them. Never even oh, heard of them
0: either. They're good. The The first one is is your your guys playing a RPG game around a table and then they you see them as themselves and you see them as their characters. Mm-hmm. Um, they followed it up with uh, Dorkness Rising, which introduced a bunch of other characters and stuff, but really amped up the quality of the film and stuff. You can see the the troop who put these together grew a lot they also do a show called journey quest they do some other things like syphilitic ninja vampires uh just a lot of fun stuff they, they're they were the dead gentlemen i think they're also called uh something else i i forget what what the other name of them are
2: hmm.
0: but they're really good people and and my friends uh my friend chris is really close to a lot of them has helped a lot with their uh crowdfunding campaigns and stuff and And shown up in a couple of the movies here and there. But they're good in the role-playing game stuff. And this is not. (laughs) It it really never gets there. The guy has fantasies as he's painting his figurine Mm -hmm. of him as the character. And then they show him go into this world as the character and have the evil queen and the guy that his best friend is a bad guy that's working for the evil queen and shit. But she nothing did, ever happens in that stuff. The evil queen did have some
1: uh, sweet-ass titties.
0: Uh, yeah, and and what about the scene with the, the three Dude. women that are just like want to kiss him and stuff? And, um, and it just... It, I don't know I don't even think those actresses are in the credits.
1: No, I think it was just to kind of portray like, hey, he he lives in this fantasy world more than his real world and he just really wants to fuck.
0: Uh Beatmaster reminded me Zoe Orpheus Zombie Orpheus Entertainment, uh, which is Zoe. Uh thank you for that. Oh. That is who the gentlemen are. Okay. Uh great troop of people. Really good. Really good gang. And and funny and honestly, good writing, good acting, and this movie could have benefited from them.
1: Yeah, he's telling me to watch these. I am. I don't like being told to do so. Yeah, you do. Nah, you're right. Talk down to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I really don't have much to say beyond.
0: And, I and I mean, that's part of the problem is that there's not a lot that happens in this it 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 starts out with the guys in a shed avoiding going home to his wife he doesn't work i guess the wife works at a hairdressing place with their best friend and her best friend spends most of the time banging michael berryman and then he comes home she complains to him he complains to her he goes back to the shed the shed is going to get shut down by kane Hotter's character because he doesn't Keep the land that the sheds on clean and it's part of some garden society thing. Um, and he's also stealing their potatoes to make the vodka again. It <laughs> <stuff that laughs> just doesn't make any sense in the context of this, other than they're like, Well, at the end, we'll throw booze around. Yeah,
1: I, yeah,
0: I, 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 I got nothing. <laughs> like, Nights of Bad Them was a horror ish movie that had to do with gamers actually gaming. This is a movie about a guy who lives in his fantasy head making gaming accoutrement, but has nothing to do with gaming. And then it introduces zombies very, very randomly for no specific reason other than the fact that it's shed of the dead is what we're calling it. So why not do that? And then it doesn't have much in the way of them fighting the zombies. It's mostly them just arguing and then zombies showing up and people eventually dying. So not not a not a we have to escape, not a we have to get better. Most of it's him trying to get fucking dressed after he masturbates in the shower. That was fucking
1: weird. That did not need to exist. They could have just shown the the donkey man coming in and biting that chick. Didn't need to see the guy... Just trying to crank one down in the shower.
0: Yeah, we spend time seeing the guy crank one out of the shower and then we flash back seven minutes to yeah. when the the girl gets bitten.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh do you think that they did it to try because the movie was pretty fucking short. So maybe it was,
0: it was short, but again, every scene ran too long. Yeah, I know. Except for the scene of the girl and the best friend when they both become zombies and they're making out and he's he's finally getting to hit it. Uh, when she's already turned and he's almost turned and he's like, oh, fuck it, I'll just lean into it. That scene, I expected to go further. I expected like a wolf cop thing kind of thing there. And no, it just sort of barely glazes across it. And then we we get to a point at the end where we see sort of the sparks happen between him and his wife again of like an appreciation. And then she steps on his figure and it fucks it up. And then she gets she gets bit. And it's just, well, I'm going to sacrifice myself so you can get away. So no lesson learned, no life coming out better for it. I guess that might have been too Shaun of the Dead if they did it. They would have just been clearly copying more than they already were. And then he becomes some mystery badass in in the months ahead where he's like living on the land by himself and he's, he's holding on to his weapon. It just really jump to something that again no context in the story mm-hmm. just this is where it, we wanted to take it
1: yeah i really feel like i fucked the dog with uh, picking this one
0: i mean i i picked it you you offered it as a suggestion and i said that it sounded good but un- unfortunately it, it lacked a lot Damn. the the things that you you would want to see you get to see king and hotters great bill mosley's great Outside of that, it's not a good film that when they're not involved, it it doesn't do anything. It's just kind of window dressing of a oh, here's here's something with zombies and a shed, so we get to use this title. <sighs> yeah. Either way. Yeah. I don't know. What would you have, what did you expect going into it? What did you think you were going to get? I had no fucking clue.
1: I I really didn't know. I didn't read the synopsis until like halfway through the movie cuz I wasn't entirely sure. Um and then from that point forward I was kind of not into it. Like there was there was no it might get better in sight. I did, from that from that point forward I was like this is not going to end well.
0: It was funny, it went through the phases of I, I started playing it and the title card comes across and Aaron looks at it she goes, oh, this looks like it's going to be a piece of shit. And then the the actual titles start happening and they're great. And she's like, oh, these are awesome. And I'm like, yeah, this is awesome. And then not long after that, she's like, I'm going to go lay down. <laughs> <laughs> you enjoy your movie. And it's, it's the specification of your movie yeah I'm watching this yeah, yeah my wife my wife didn't want to watch the horror movie with me
1: uh I, I, if it wasn't for zombies i don't know if you could really even consider this a horror movie
0: no i and and that that's just it and the zombie stuff nothing new nothing inventive mm-hmm. it, it, they just sort of it all just sort of happens mm-hmm. it, it's it's very much the paces and barely that like there's not much zombie stuff that that goes on i i i just i feel like there were opportunities there to do something and they just didn't care enough on any of the aspects of it to do anything the shed wasn't interesting the the zombies weren't interesting the role-playing stuff wasn't interesting the zombie sex scene should have been way more interesting and nope (sighs) And even the fetish play wasn't interesting.
1: Nope. Nah, that was just... It it just seemed weird and for no reason other than because dude was in the movie and they could get him to do something weird.
0: I feel like all of the the perverted stuff was just there to like, oh, we got to make it perverted because that's what people want. And none of it was perverted enough to, I think, achieve that. And it just felt really tagged on and and dumb and and took me out of anything that could have been there otherwise. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't fucking know. Do
0: you just want to get to rating this? Uh,
1: Yeah, so we moved to. Mary, fuck, kill. Yeah, I totally yeah. want to get on past this movie because it was that big of a letdown.
0: Yeah. Uh. uh oh, God. Oh, God. I yeah. got to get to this. So I got to get to the spreadsheet. <laughs> <sighs> but open up. But I mean, what needs to be said? I, I think we're both voting to kill it. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I completely agree. Um,
1: I guess. Oh, that one. The other thing we could just figure out what we want to do next week. Wait, can you do next yeah. week?
0: Yeah, we can do next week.
1: Um, uh, well, it is Father's Day. I don't know if that changes anything for you.
0: Not as far as I know. Okay. I, that that now now I feel terrible that it doesn't. Uh,
1: well, worst case, we could probably do Monday. Monday works yeah. for me too.
0: Um. But yeah it, it's shut of the dead it, it if you're if you're diehard for any of the the big stars in it, certainly certainly see it for them once, but don't go out of your way for it.
1: Yeah, like, yeah, Melissa said that like, she's been wanting it. to see this and now she f- is upset that we said it sucked. I, I'm not going to tell you never to watch it, but just uh don't expect too much now, Corey and I are very hard to please
0: yeah and i mean we both like specific things more than other things yeah. but i i i don't know that there's really much that could be said for this movie other than the the fan service portion of it right fuck it
1: what do you want to do next time
0: ah uh, where do we what do we choose what do we have to choose from i have us you- you had two things that you were choosing for this, and I don't oh, remember what they were. Remember. I got the Curse of Lorna. What is that?
1: Uh, all I know is that they accidentally started playing this instead of Detective Pikachu, and the first scene is someone drowning their child.
0: I'm totally in for
1: it. <laughs> all right. Yeah, some a uh, guy I work with really wanted to see Detective Pikachu,
0: and he goes, hey, they started showing a horror movie instead, and they said that this is what it was. and um, I hope when the, the when the kid drowns that you just see some Pokemon cards float up to the top of the water.
1: That's my not impressed typing. <laughs> that's
0: just shit. Um, fuck. No, there's some there's some good stuff that that's been around. Like, it didn't Terrifier get announced that it's gonna have a sequel? And I still haven't did seen. Did you the know first that Terrifier I... is a sequel? I had no idea. Yeah, so they're a third one.
1: I have not seen the first one.
0: Uh... I mean, we've had no shortage of creepy clown movies, but
1: no, and that guy was. I actually met him before I ever saw the movie, which. Um, I think he was upset that
0: I didn't want to pay forty dollars to get a picture with him, and he was oh. he was a really good sport about it. Um, didn't I see Stallone is like charging five hundred dollars to get a an autograph, and and upwards from there like twenty five hundred for fan art that he signs it. it it's some insane thing. The problem I is people are paying for it. That's the the thing is it. Yeah, someone's decided that this is what people pay, and then people pay it. I. I can't imagine and i don't put that on him because i know that's that's your wranglers that's your your publicist or whoever who's like oh yeah this wouldn't charge right this guy just shows up and signs stuff and he doesn't give a shit either way i mean he gives a shit he probably is a nice guy and happy to meet his fans well i so i found it and i don't know if you get a big check at the end of the day
1: i don't know if this is the same for um conventions god damn i gotta pull that weed um so there was there's the the wrestling event that's in uh, nearby that I my wife and I go to every year. They like Mick Foley was at this one, and he it was like forty dollars for a picture and an autograph. I didn't realize that that the promoters get that money. He gets paid a flat fee, and then they keep all the money from the pictures. Huh? That's how they make their money back. Huh? Yeah, and I'm like, I guess that's kind of interesting. Um, and it makes sense. I
0: I I. <sighs> I'm not against people getting paid for, for showing up and stuff like that. It, it it's weird to me because when I went to conventions my whole life, it, people were there to meet you. They were there to sign stuff. You know, if they had the opportunity, they, they would chat with you a little bit too. It depended on how busy they were. I've had some really great conversations. I'm mostly a comic guy, so it's a yeah. lot of artists and writers and things, but I've had great conversations with like, um, Garth Ennis or Chris Claremont, uh, Fred Anderson is, is kind of a friend, so it's, it's different with him. But uh, I wound up having a conversation with Mike McNola without even realizing it was him. Mm-hmm. Like 10 minutes of talking to the guy and then all of a sudden he wanders off. I'm like, oh, that was a really nice guy. And the guy at the booth I was at, he's like, yeah, that's Mike McNola. <laughs> he is a nice guy. He also created Hellboy, you dumb shit. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. Okay. Um, but people didn't charge for that before. And as these things have become more Hollywood things of, oh, we're going to have the actors there the actresses and stuff it became like beats right a lot of them in b movie actors and stuff it's the only way that they really make a living now from their celebrity and yeah if i get the opportunity to meet like a linnea quigley uh or or different people from horror movies and stuff growing up who aren't necessarily doing a lot of movies now i wouldn't have a huge issue with it when i met Corey Haim, i got him to sign a picture for my my best friend Uh, which I didn't realize it was going to be one of the last times that Corey Hayne was around, but that's cool. But some of these giant names, it's weird. And then to see the, the people who are again, artists and writers and stuff for them to also charge at those things seems a little off. If you're getting paid to be at the show, get paid to be at the show.
1: I don't know. Right. But if they're getting and like what I'm saying is if they're getting paid then the promoter is trying to recoup their cost.
0: But but who is the promoter versus like is it the show getting paid or is the promoter like the in-between for the, the show I, I'm, say, I'm saying the, the, actor. Pr- the promoter and the show are one and the same. The show makes money from you going in too. You pay for the attendance but you make more money. You make more money and that that I kind of eh, kind of have an issue with. I don't disagree,
1: but I also understand that if you do shit like that, people will continue. Like the only way it stops is if people stop paying. People won't stop paying, so why even fucking argue? I want to meet Mean Gene Okerlund, so I'm gonna pay to get into the show, and I'm gonna pay to get
0: my picture taken, and then he fucking yeah, dies like you, a week later. You're in a band. You know, you play shows. If someone comes up and wants your autographed after the show, you're like, okay, five bucks.
1: No, well, a lot of times, a lot of times they will have bought a CD and then ask <laughs> us to sign the CD. Right. So to the to that point, they've already spent five dollars. So they've spent yeah. money to get me to sign something that I've created. So that you know, when when you go to meet someone, you're you're getting a picture. You know what I well, mean.
0: Well, not everybody does what I do and goes and has Alice Cooper sign an Arby's application. I have no words for you right now. I d- he didn't either. That was the beauty of it. <laughs> I made Alice Cooper speechless by having him sign an Arby's application as a reference. I didn't have an Alice Cooper album with me. Anyway, uh, so, so that's the thing, though. It's like you're, you're. There you're. You're already selling a CD, and then you're signing the CD, right? But it's also not the same thing as like the people who are getting a thousand autograph pictures signed, and then reselling them on yeah. eBay.
1: Well, you know that's a like when I met Bill Moseley, He if you if you got like a picture and an autograph, uh, he would give you an extra poster, and he signed the extra poster, and he goes, "Hey, you could probably put that on eBay." And I'm like, "Why the fuck would I want to do that?" Right. But like, that's what a lot of people do. No, it is and, what a lot of people do. And that's sad that even he was like, hey, you could probably get a lot of money on the eBay for this. I'm like, but that, like, no, no.
0: Yeah, Dan Harmon was saying on uh, uh, Harmontown recently that Padgett Brewster, she was coming out of an airport and people were having her sign stuff. And they were having her sign blank photo paper. And the reason that they were doing that is because then they'll print up a picture of her that's a fake nude and have her signature on it so it seems more authentic. So they can sell these nude photos of Paget Brewster with her signature authenticating them. Like that's shitty. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking just awful. I hate people. Yeah. That, that makes me kind of hate people too. And inside with I, side with the celebrities anyways, but yeah, like that's, that's just crap. But yeah, I, I get it. I, I feel like I'm not super excited to get a autograph. I'm excited to meet a person.
1: Well, and that's the, that's the thing. Um, Everyone's into different stuff, though.
0: Yeah, and I remember being a kid and having an autograph book, and, and that was like, oh, yeah, you take this around to celebrities and get them to sign it, and how cool is that? You got this collection of things. and I, I guess the memories are more important to me than the, the physicality of it, although it's nice to remember as I get older <laughs> and I can't recall who I've met or what I've done. Having that recollection, like, oh, shit, yeah, I guess I did. Yeah, Harrison Ford. Yep, I got an autograph for him because... You know, my mom worked for him. That's cool. But yeah, I don't know. So what did we decide on? The Curse of La Lorna. All right, which we don't know what it's about. It's just not Detective Pikachu. Do you Do you
1: want me to Curse of La Lorna? I will... Uh, 1970s Los Angeles, the legendary ghost La Lorna stalking the night and the children ignoring the eerie warning of troubled mother, a social worker, and her own kids are drawn into a frightening supernatural realm. The only hope of surviving LaLorna's deadly wrath is a delusion priest who practices mysticism to keep the evil at bay.
0: So that's what we're gonna be doing next time, everybody. Yep.
1: Does not sound like anything brand new, but it's got five six on IMDb, thirty percent Rotten Tomatoes, four point two out of five on Facebook. Didn't know Facebook yeah, is get all noise. over it. Um, whatever. It is only one hour and thirty three minutes, so you are not gonna, you're not gonna waste a ton of time.
0: That, but this movie was like an hour and a half, too, and felt a lot longer. Holy shit.
1: Yeah, I, I don't want to keep dragging this on, but at one point I looked and there was still 45 minutes left. I'm like, this movie's only an hour and
0: 20 minutes. I know. You were saying that when you were like, yeah, I still have to watch the movie, uh, but it's pretty short, right? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to say it's not going to feel short. Yeah. It,
1: in time, it's short, it's- but it feels like an eternity.
0: Um, All right. Let's get the Sarah hurricane hotter. Uh, Matt said it.
1: I thought Kane Hodder was great. I thought Bill Moseley was good. I thought oh, the movie was not good. Um, and
0: that's the thing is that there are some times when you could just have a person show up and they can be the shining gem in yeah. your shit pile film uh, because that's who they are. Yeah, you can't put glitter
1: on a turd and expect it to be really good. Hmm. It felt longer than Endgame. I haven't seen Endgame yet, but I know that it is over three hours long.
0: So... And Matt can't get through a podcast without having to pee. Yeah. I got it. my balls hurt. I gotta pee. Although there are times that the podcasts are over three hours so. long. No,
1: that's a really good point, and more than one occasion. But not this time. No,
0: no, no, no. I don't. Do we read the intro outro? I don't remember what the outro is anymore. Uh, you know what? Go to GNCast.com slash pot. That's where you can find links to the show, the show notes, yeah. uh, other shows that are on the Galactic Network. Matt, you can find at Matt the Lifeguard on Untapped. Mm-hmm. Instagram and
1: I took Twitter off my phone because I never fucking use it but you can follow me there if you want to see me
0: post nothing. Yeah, I will occasionally open Twitter because something pops up and says, hey, uh, Jack posted this or "or Tom Merritt posted this and that's about the only time I look at Twitter for about five minutes I'm like, oh yeah, um, I, just, I use Twitter and then I walk away.
1: Gary Yap sent me something on Twitter and had to text me to tell me that I he sent me something on Twitter so I could log on to Twitter and find it.
0: Yep. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Beat says yeah. if your podcast We're not asking lasts. you to follow the show, but you can follow the network, Galactic Network, on Facebook. Uh, it has a very prolific Facebook page. Anessa has been running that thing and doing a great job. So, uh, yes. yeah. If you are if you like the show and you want to know more about the network that uh, helped us exist, that's where you can go. Yeah. Beat
1: says if your podcast lasts longer than three hours, go see your physician and stop inviting JF. Whew. That's a good one. Um, all right, no, we gotta stop this because there's a fucking storm gonna roll through, so I'm gonna turn this computer off. But, um, yeah, I was just reading through to make sure we didn't miss anything. Do you, what? Do you where are you? Where are you in the internet?
0: I'm not really anywhere on the internet God. these days. Damn it! That that's the thing is I don't have a I don't have a pitch until I can figure out what makes sense for the internet and me. Uh, I just I don't want to tell people to go somewhere that I'm not going to be. I don't oh, want to. Yeah. I don't to be with lies. No, I don't know. want to make promises that I can't keep. People, yeah. I love you. Wow. I want a relationship to be about truth. It, 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 it's an honest, open, uh, loving thing, and uh, let, let's not let's not bullshit each other. You knew what this was.
1: Uh, wow. Um, yeah. Next week we're going to watch The Curse of La Lorna. Um, I'm going to get out of here before Corey starts crying. So, that's going it for another episode of the Podcast of Terror. we We'll talk to you guys next week. Stay scary, everybody. I-